it's a tough thing to say, but I think we should have watched nerd porn before we recorded this episode. <laughs> Cam, if you're editing this, that's ah, where I thought. If is a good <laughs> qualifier. Um, hello and welcome to our new show, Hazardous Materials. It's our once a month show where we uh, specifically look at something that we don't like and hurt ourselves with it. This time suggested <laughs> by our heathenous listeners. Um, that's right. With me do, you today... think, do you think it's Go going ahead. to take... Uh over a hundred episodes for us to tighten up the uh the pitch for this one too <laughs> i think this one's easier uh, no i think that like, i think that we do something bad does yes. that make sense <laughs> See, i think we've done so. stuff that's bad before but this is specifically bad the bad things we've done mm-hmm. before have been suggested by people who like them yes but uh, we don't like any of some these. kind yes. of or it's you know, a batman it's... comic or something yeah or it's yeah or, or it's like a, uh, a nostalgic thing <laughs> yeah you guys have it so easy. I could have given you guys something so much worse. Don't worry. We and now you can. Right, right. True. I can at least recommend but I it. did want to highlight that this show is not um, angry video game nerd or like uh, angry Joe reviews or Right, we're not, we're not going to or... be calling this a shitload of fuck. It's <laughs> not, that's not our style. You would not rather eat the rotten asshole of a skunk. <laughs> I will not be uh, claiming that whether I would or yeah, won't. Yeah, we might get there. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> we might get there, but that, but like, whether I would or would not is not the point of this. We're not just gonna say, I'm not just gonna hold up a copy of a DVD of Ready Player One and go, "What were they thinking?" <laughs> like, into the camera. I don't know. That's on my notes. I'm gonna have wait, to cross wait, wait, that yeah. off. <laughs> I did have shitload of fuck written down as well. Not so. nostalgic. <laughs> but I was getting at this show. If you haven't heard our last couple episodes, was kickstarted through our Patreon because we reached a tier that will now Patron- be doing this once a month through our Patreon. That's right, brand new show. And because what should we call our patrons? Uh, should we call them something? No, Easies. no, no. That's okay. bad when that's bad when people do that. Don't okay. donuts. <laughs> no, donuts, donuts. Um, but um, because this is a new show, um, I hope this isn't your first episode, but you probably, hopefully, recognize their voices. Um, I'm Cam. I'm going to mm-hmm. host this one. Hopefully, we'll see how I do. And then we have Nick, right. who started our Patreon. Hi. I wrote all the, the copy that's now over a year old, I think. <laughs> uh, I, di- I did it to just get around uh, Patreon changing their rules to make everything worse. Yeah. And I'm like, well, shit, if we're going to eventually have a Patreon, I need to make it now so that I'm floor. grandfathered into the old rules mm-hmm. so that I don't have to deal with the, the crappy new ones. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I host the, 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 normal sh- the normal version of the show where we do something different every week. And this is like uh, we put up a poll on the Patreon uh, with five options of things that were specifically not very good that would that would be uh, hazardous or dangerous to us in some way. Uh, the poll options were uh, Watchmen, the HBO show, which I'm sure we'll get to eventually. It's and uh, then um, everyone el- everyone else had uh, we had things that like kind of targeted a specific person on the show. Uh, for example, Cam had Scary Movie 3 yeah. for him because he's such a, a horror and comedy guy. This and is the to, worst to, of like, both worlds. Brought... <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, but we, we had all those options on there, and uh, as you can tell from the title of this episode, what got chosen was Ready Player One. Uh, now, eventually what got decided, uh, as a joke, but I did uh, most of it anyway, is that everyone had to watch the movie and I had to read the book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, I will say I did not torment myself with the entirety of Ready Player One for this, but I do have some excerpts for when we get well, there. Let's finish, did you actually uh, read the physical book or did you listen to the audio book? Get to all this shit. No, I, I, I just uh, found a digital copy. Ah, okay. I, I didn't go out and buy buy it so I mean, on the they poll, probably have it like, alex's like, uh book. media was modern simpsons i believe hello is that's that right oh yeah that was close that almost won yeah so, that's uh, that, was... uh, that is the thing i do i try to catch up with modern simpsons every so often uh and like see an episode or two when it is on tv mm-hmm. and it does it is seeing homer with a smartphone is something that just does make me sad it's just so, unsettling mm-hmm. yeah it's weird it hurts right yeah. that image is not bad in itself homer with a smartphone but what they do with it is tr- truly yeah, vile I, I, sometimes yeah buys donut you're online. right but uh also uh on the poll is seb's pick uh detroit become human which is probably i'm mm-hmm. honestly i'm voting for that's probably gonna win next i think oh, which is yeah, the thing I, that you, the thing that you like correct <laughs> okay no, no 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 i don't like the game i like the robot fucking yeah, <laughs> I like the fandom. It's different. Right. It's different. Like get, the fandom. It's something that in the game, different. Mm-hmm. It's something that is very possible now with uh, the way online communities form, where uh, people are fans of something, and you and uh, they're making a bunch of fan art, fan fiction, all that kind of stuff, and you're like, oh wow, I love this. I like the way you drew this character. I like this fan fiction. Mm-hmm. I love this video you made or whatever. And then you go back to the original thing that they were like basing it off, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's no, actually homestuck. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, the fandom is much better than the canon, and that's kind of what why I want to talk about it because I know everyone will dislike it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that one, and yeah. we're gonna introduce one new um, possibility. So check the Patreon and vote on mm-hmm. what will be on. Yes, right. I, I, as soon as you are able to hear this episode, there that yes, pulls it up. will be live. Yep. So like we said, we're doing this week though. We did uh, Ready Player One, and as I'm shoving down this. Uh, show's throat. We are going to start each episode with a quiz question because I like doing those so much. So to start <laughs> right. us off for uh, 10 points, which one of these Ready Player One cast members is accused of sexual misconduct and calling in a fake bomb <laughs> threat? Uh, a. A Gundam. B. Tracer from Overwatch. Or C. TJ Miller. <laughs> Does anyone have an answer? I think... Uh, I want to say the... Gundam, because he has uh, a lot of bombs. Right. Not the pilot. No, the Gundam the R- itself. The oh, no, he's just got the sword, I guess. <laughs> right, he's just got um, bombs. This is probably uh, a bomb the, in the, the sword, is, right? That, that Gundam is not capable of bombing or calling anyone. Or so flying, I feel right? As though... glide, I believe. <laughs> but he's not the only pro- prominent robot in the movie that is not a gun. <laughs> That's true. Um... Uh, so I guess it's got to be Tracer then, right? That's her yeah, yeah, probably. Maybe she's got a bomb. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, actually. Well, she called it a Cheers, real love. bomb threat in the game, I believe. Right? <laughs> well, she no, she said the cavalry is here. Yeah. Before yeah. blowing you up, I believe. I, I'm i reasonably but sure if she, that if she But if she reverses she time you. after she throws it, then it didn't happen, right? Mm. Wait, hold on. What's the what's the court's position on uh, time traveling back to before you did something illegal? Does that mean that it <laughs> If the consequences happen, still happen... <laughs> Uh, I, the way I, I I don't know how legal precedent works in this scenario, so I I guess I I just couldn't say. 
Uh, but is it TJ Miller? Uh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> so Silicon Valley is pretty good, but it's probably better now that he's not on it. Who is he? Mm-hmm. He's the guy from Deadpool. No, but who, who is he in, in the movie? I have no idea. I think he's like the. Um, he's either one of the bad like faction he's dudes, rock? or he's Rock. <laughs> is he? Yeah, yeah. The 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 assassin guy, Rock. What? Yeah, he... The ninja rock from Hard Naruto. <laughs> What's uh? Yeah, that. What is that a re- shitty ass <sighs> reference to? Huh? No, he no, he the, rocks. The guy in the fucking I movie. rock. Yeah, uh, it's what? just like it's the way forum names are written. Like, so it's just I R O K. I That's promise wrong. you, the show is not. No, this it's I R zero K actually. <laughs> I dash zero K. has a zero in his name. <laughs> We're yes. already getting into the weeds okay. on this, aren't we? Yes, this is what's <laughs> important about because if you don't know about Ready Player One, I guess. Um, congratulations, you managed to dodge this yeah. somehow. But congratulations, you won. A book written a while ago? <laughs> right. So It was a book uh, written by a hack author um, about a bunch of things right. he likes. That's, uh, that's, oh, that's not... I, I, hmm. Should we go over the plot? I wanted this camp. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah... I mean, all right, so this... Yeah, do you want to go? Go for it. I'll give it my best shot, but uh, it's a dystopian future where everyone wants to be VR gaming all the time, and the rich are mean and the poor are uh, heroic. Yeah, it's a really far Everyone lives in Columbus, Ohio for no reason. (laughs) That's the last They live in stacks Uh, of trailer homes. It's the only town left. That has to be where the guy is from, right? The guy who wrote this? Oh, that sounds right. Oh, I bet. Oh God! Wait. I don't know. We're doing some googling, but um, the the CEO of the VR company dies, and he leaves all his treasure in one piece. Everyone loved him. Find it. <laughs> if you find it, then you inherit the company. And he's from Ashland, Ohio. Oh, okay. Oh, so he just admired uh, Columbus. Ohio. It is eighty-two yeah. miles northeast of Columbus. Oh, all right. Good to know. Hmm. That makes now I understand. <laughs> But so uh, this uh, shitty kid who's also the actor from uh, the new X-Men movies who plays Cyclops um, is very that good really at narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to, you know, our, I'm getting into our audience's heads. They've all seen, uh, uh, what was that one called? Apocalypse? Is that it? I don't know. Or is it called Apocalypse? I haven't seen, I haven't seen Apocalypse. Something. I saw the stinger for Apocalypse. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Apocalypse. How was it? Uh, the stinger uh, for Apocalypse? Yeah. Uh, it just was, it, there, there was a dude and he was making a pyramid. Yep. That's what happens in the movie, too. So you got most of the, the yeah. gist of it. That's it. Jubilee. All right, so everyone likes the CEO man. Uh, he has a treasure that they all want. Uh, and then right. it's basically, they compete get in to, video it's, games. It's Willy Wonka. It's, it's Willy Wonka. You get, if you if you succeed, you get the company. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you'll uh, have to find also like to say... Right, you have to find it first. You have to get... Uh, so in this VR world yeah. that this uh, billionaire has created, uh, every single... Uh, th- there are, You have to find the three hidden keys, and if you do, you basically get his... You, you get everything that he you has. You have to yeah. accomplish like, you get, such, legally such feats yours. as driving backwards in a racing game. Yeah, which right. nobody so. have ever thought of. For how many years had it been since he came out with this game? No, it wasn't... It wasn't years. It was just this was like a he died recently. But what Seb's saying is no one 
I don't know what the timeline is. Before. Right. I don't. I don't want to. Do you get... know how many times you can play one race in a video game in a week? <laughs> like, especially if you're logged in all the fucking time. Like, it's something. Do you think they always be online? Backwards the first time they had one of those races. Mm. Okay, so uh, this this book uh, was originally published in 2011, which makes it make a little more sense, right? Because yeah. you think about the, the the kind of geek nerd culture climate. Well, it's all I say this nerd shit from the quotes. 80s, though. Right, right, right. But you think about the the what was making a lot of money at the time, right? Of 2011. What happened in 2011? It was like. So we have a new uh, Ghostbusters game in there somewhere. <laughs> Is that what was going uh, Yeah, that's, that the, that new Ghostbusters game was 2010. There you go. Um, so that was that was something that it was like a. It started to get really profitable. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure Funko Pops uh, started to get uh, sold in uh, stores worldwide around that time. Uh, It'd be a funny direct like, correlation. I... Guys, guys, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. James Halliday's name. In the game is Anorak, which backwards is Corona. Oh no, are we getting into this? He caused the pandemic, guys. Like the beer. <laughs> he caused it <laughs> way after his. All right, I, I, while I do not think that this is a very good book or movie, I wouldn't. Uh... <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm willing to add that uh, onto his list of uh, sins. Of sins. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we watched this because it's specifically, it's not specific to any of us, but it's so, such a trashy, like, uh, uh, like just, oh, look at this. Well, like, it's, oh, do you it's remember a, this? It's, it's, it's how do you do fellow kids the movie? Yeah. Yeah, or it's mm. like, I'm a lonely teenager in the year 2005, uh, and this is what I want the world to be. Uh, nobody right. nobody understands me and uh if everybody was a nerd old. everything would be better um interesting uh that you bring that up seb uh but i will save that for later yes. uh but uh th this definitely like the book definitely shows uh ernest klein's kind of uh, see, to me, I think uh, when reading that book and or looking at what the book is about, you, it's easy to go like, this is obviously a very cynical thing. Like, uh, the, you know, like he just saw he saw the way the wind was blowing. Well, it is it about, like, uh, is okay. it about worshiping a CEO. Yeah, right. It's about it's about worshiping a CEO. It's about remembering things from the 80s and 90s. It's about uh, being inside a video game uh, that's just every video game. It's not it doesn't have an original story of its own. Uh, and because of that, like, I mean, like, you know, because of that, people who get the references are going to immediately go like, well, this is a good book. And they're not going to read into it any deeper than that. And they don't have to. But it's so it's so it's easy to dismiss this book and movie in that way. But when you the more you read interviews, the more you um, like uh, read his poetry, the more you read like about this guy, it becomes clear that this is not a bit this is not a work like he's he's actually like this yeah. like he is the guy who would say the... the cake is a lie when you give him a birthday cake and then what right. do you like um get it well um, well yeah no and then he would be like well that's from portal it's a video game that came <laughs> out in 2007 it's a puzzle game but there's an evil robot he would say the whole thing yeah yeah he's right so that's a, another one of those things uh, because, and you know, um, one of the weird jarring things about the book and the movie is that all the cultural references are from the uh, 
from like the 80s and 90s, right? Mm. So it's it's and this makes a lot more sense when you realize that this dude was born in 72. So he would have been like 10 years old during the explosion of uh, you know the NES and uh, the super commercialized blockbuster. Yeah, he's he's right there. Perfect age so. for it. Yeah. Right, but to but for this movie and stuff to make sense, the protagonist has to be seventeen mm-hmm. in twenty forty. So that kid is born a couple of years from now, and he's like, Back to the Future is the only movie I've ever. Yeah, played. he is obsessed with eighties. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, I have a do it. And you guys know how much of a self-insert this kid is. Um, Ernest Klein actually has a refurbished DeLorean that he bought from the uh, set of the go. Back to the Future movies. Why? Right, and to to an extent, I'm like, live your truth, whatever. Like, I don't yeah. care if if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna be that guy, that's annoying, but it's not malicious. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's it's more like he made a, a piece of art without anything. Well, in I it. think that's, um, uh, that's b- the- before we get off of Delorean talk, I think this is a baffling thing to me. Uh, but if you're go- mm-hmm. going to have a Delorean, I think just having that model of car is enough to be like. Uh, you know nudge nudge it's back to the future it's crazy yeah that's the thing that people know the delorean from you do not need a replica of the specific car from back to the future because it's impractical and has a bunch of shit taped on it right you do if you're if you're looking for a visual reference i feel like it's uh uh you know you cannot this this movie assumes the worst of you yeah uh and oh. and you got to imagine there are a lot of people who do need that reference pointed out to them watching this movie for the first time. Whether it's a kid or somebody's wife that is very angry at them for dragging <laughs> this movie. Like, you know, it's just it's just that kind of Any it's just going to be that ever. kind of thing. What was the most I mean, but even this is all most of it is normie shit though. Like yeah, it, it's, it, it's not Yeah, bad. it's mainstream nerdery. It's, uh Nick, only a select few know about Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles movies. And that's an elite group of nerds that you wouldn't fit in with, all right? Well, yeah, one of the biggest action directors of his time doing a reboot of one of the most beloved series among a certain generation of kids. (laughs) Right, right. Well, uh, speaking of directors, that is another point that I really want to stick on. I know we're not quite into impressions. I don't know if we want to format it in that way even. But um, I just want to say that it is something. It is really something that... Uh, one of the people who is basically the arbiter of all this culture that this guy is, you know, mashing into a stew to make this movie, fucking Steven Spielberg is directing this. That is in- insane for many reasons, but one of them being that he created culture in in the way that he directed those, these movies for so long, and now he's like, I am excited to do this. It's not like they just... Because, I mean, he doesn't really seem like the guy where it's just like we, you show up with a dump truck of money and he, he'll just do it. He doesn't have to. He's Steven Spielberg. Like, he can just he can do what he wants. So one has to assume that, at least in part, he wanted to do this. Yeah. He already and tried his, is... his hand at making video games, which was... Freaking, what was it? Battle he, Blocks? He did that a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. What was it? That uh, Wii game? Blocks. Where... <laughs> yeah. Uh, he did a couple of them. There's a, there's a couple of other ones, too. But, I, like, I think... I, I like that... Um... We when we were watching this, we all watched this together, uh, just to yeah. note that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the only way I was going to have any fun 
partaking in this. Oh yeah, that but, would have um, it was great. Uh, what, what, with you guys on the mic, this was a quite, yes. an, quite an enjoyable. But uh, Nick kept saying it, and I'm glad that he did. <laughs> but he's like, "This is Steven Spielberg. He did this." Yeah. And well, the specific saying... way Nick was like, "This is clearly on par." <laughs> oh, yeah. Childhood bliss. Yeah, it was just like <laughs> This is definitely Park. just like Jaws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is clearly belongs. Putting it up against the rest of that stuff is just so, so cravenly consumerist and ridiculous. And they have to reference back to all of Spielberg's other things. And you have to be like, there it is. There's the Iron Giant or whatever. I don't know. Two hideous looking CG characters are sitting in a, in a, in like a, a, a virtual reality club next to each other. Uh, talking about saying sentences that have no real words in them, <laughs> and um, like they're saying this to each things. other, and the shot is framed in a really awkward way that includes like uh, a shot of the Halo logo in the background. <laughs> and all I can and and I would uh, get on the mic and I would just say, well, Steven Spielberg, uh, this is I mean this is really some of his best work. Uh, surely on par with the boat scene in Jaws, where the the characters are you know talking about their past and and it's framed. Uh, as their their experiences uh, as lonely men together, the and, subtlety um, and improvisation and right, right. The scene is clearly you know uh, no one knows how to get a prop to work like Spielberg, who famously had uh, a bad shark prop in Jaws that he limited his use of to make it more effective, uh, which is you know it's the same as this. Um, this fake VR headset that he is currently yep. filming. That doesn't look at all like uh, <laughs> this Oculus, gross looking which was fish already lady. in development. Um, dude, uh, about the CG characters. So yes, this movie right. is almost at least 80% CG. There are I, real actors right. I wasn't when they are in that. the real world. I don't know world. why I wasn't yeah, me expecting either. that, but for some reason I was I, not. I thought they would all look like, you know, regular people, or like maybe regular people in costume in the digital world, but they were completely digital. Yeah. Um, they were Final like Fantasy-ass the, characters. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. And, and um, chick- Seb, some, you said something during this movie that really uh, I think is a great point, what? which is you said something along the lines of, uh, "I didn't realize this is just going to be an animated movie." And you're <laughs> right. Like it, it was. It, it was almost just all an, an animated, animated movie. movie. And um, it's an animated movie with commercials that have real yeah. people. In it. Art three miss. Art three. Artemis, um, mm-hmm. our secondary main character, who's the chick, love interest. Our gamer girl. Her eyes are enormous to the point that I. I yeah, that's a grotesque avatar. She was honestly. ugly, right? And you look at the Alita movie, and I got used to Alita, but I did not get used to her, because she also looks like a porcupine. Like, her hair looks like a porcupine. She's ridiculous. Well, what um, helped me on it is that him, or her, and uh, whatever our main character's name is, uh, um, Sonic, or whatever, um, Sonic, they look yeah. like Fantasy Star Online, or like, any any yeah, it's, it, social hub world where yeah, it's a like, teen or middle schooler is allowed to make their own character. You'd be like, okay, he has a leather jacket. It's my um, first OC. A gun holster. His hair is he's blue. A, he's a pretty and spiky. boy. Yep, and he, and my, and you know he has big eyes and he's half dark elf or whatever. And like, so they nailed those character designs, but they look like shit the whole time. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, even going as far as to say, like, oh, this could have been a deliberate choice to make them look bad. Well, I don't think that's true, but I <laughs> no, also wouldn't like not. it. Yeah. <laughs> even if it was, like, some master plan to be like, yes, this is the avatar they would make because they're shitty kids. Especially even because then, the I wouldn't two like it. Asian characters, both 
make themselves into samurai and you're like come on dude <laughs> like you can't just you can't just do that to them like that but the other thing about this is you have these ugly characters and then the fun that i had of watching this movie is that randomly thrown in you'll see blanca in the background or tracer who's like six feet tall dude and Tra- legs the uh, size of tracer, a normal human <laughs> tracer shows up so much you know activision blizzard was like oh yeah make our character she was in that money. trailer, that first trailer where she's running. Yeah, this came out like right, I mean, right after, yeah, like when during, Overwatch was at its peak. Yeah. Right, during the production of this movie, Overwatch was basically released, and I'm sure the marketing was in full swing. Blizzard's like, you, Activision Blizzard's like, loved. you are going to put Tracer in this movie. Well, yeah, I mean, right. we were and, talking and, you know, about, it's a, it's a rec- um, I, I'm sorry, we were talking about um, a couple weeks ago how, how Click was a product placement commercial, but this is... <laughs> The oh, commercial God. where all of the video games get to do their this thing. Is a, this is a different kind. Um, so uh, Click is more of a product placement commercial in the sense that if you're watching TV for an entire afternoon, you will see uh, you know, a couple of different products, and, and like one will get like uh, showcased a bunch yeah, in a, yeah. a bunch of times mm-hmm. in a right. row. This is more like reading an issue of like fucking Game Informer or something, where the ads are all for the same kind of shit. And they're really blatant, but still feel like appropriate. Well, yeah, it, to the, it, to yeah, it strikes me as like a kind of like a like a sponsored content type thing where the material of the right. film is the ad. Like, there's no distinction made between right, right. exactly. The, it's an it's a native content. Yeah, between thing. It's, um, this it's, is the thing a, you can buy, and this is the story we're telling you. It's the same. It's two. It's yeah. it's right. together. And it's also an Ouroboros because. Um, the very act of having this movie means like, well, we want to show that our brand is still alive in the future and that people would want to play uh, as our character. Blade Runner the VR game. Atari? Or wait, what did they put in? Right. Or is well, that that's, that's the, the opposite. Joke, right? <laughs> oh, shit. No, yeah, yeah, that's Atari. But like, um, it's it's that. But it's also like, you know, the director, the the marketing people, whoever's making this movie could think like, well, I mean, we gotta have some Ninja Turtles in there, and then you see if you can get the Ninja Turtles, which is something. I, I want to point out something that I, I, you know, this is while we're talking about this and the brand stuff, uh, something that I think is is funny because of the way this movie was made that wouldn't happen in real life yeah. is that there is nothing Disney in this movie and that shatters the reality. Uh. Of it. You are tell you are telling me that no one is a stormtrooper, that no one is Iron. No Man, one chose that there's the hot none of fox that. from uh, <laughs> from Robin that, yeah. Exactly, Cam, you joke, but yeah, that exactly. exactly that sentence shatters the reality of this movie like you yeah. threw a brick you can really see the limitations of what things they could license because like it is a character right. it's a character fest but there are so many glaring omissions mm-hmm. where to that totally does break the illusion i think you're right so one thing i did want i do want to dunk on this film for and it's um you know it's totally you know trying to find any reason in this movie is uh you know not necessary it's just you know references and who paid for what but I would say I would never pick my avatar in a social space as fucking Blanca and just be Blanca all the time. You're, but then you wouldn't? It seems really but funny wait, So me, Hold on, let me finish. Right, so okay. then you go on to VR chat, and that's what people do, and that yes, is what I yes. would do. Uh, that's I, how this you... is something I kind of want to get into a little bit. because I, have I would some be ex- the peanut M&M, yeah. and I'd walk I, around. I have some experience <laughs> with this. Uh, because like the uh, reality of the like VR social space in this movie is pretty similar to how people act in a very similar VR social space on the games that exist for that. Yeah, uh, like we, right. we already did. From um, us to say that it's, this is unrealistic. You yeah, know? Because, it's it's not unrealistic. Um, 
Like, right. we've already played um, Second Life on the show. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. And then, um, of Great course, the, more recently, and Second Life was out at the time that the book and the movie came out. Um, yeah. And at the same time, uh, VR chat um, is something that came out more recently. Yeah, and, and that's the thing where do the same you, yeah, you'll you'll log on and yep, you'll be Kermit the Frog and Mr. Peanut yeah. and uh yeah. So having be, avatars as these characters is not unreal. Story. Yeah, Master Chief right. or your furry OC and all, none of those are out of place at, at all. Yeah, they're yeah. all mingling in the same uh, They were not exactly in furries in this movie. In, yeah, they're exactly standing oh, yeah, in a dance bar doing the things there that needed you see to be in the more furries. of the film. So, Seth, that that leads me to what bothered me the most about this movie that I wasn't expecting is that the story and uh, like style of the movie, except for when the aunt gets blown up, is so childish and like, you know, like kid coming of age, uh, heroic origin story kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That I feel like it should be marketed at kids, right? Like or like yeah, school but it's yeah, but, like, but who's gonna told... who's gonna know every reference that they put in? It's the fucking That's idiot dweebs so like so us. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it a fifteen year old. And... This was written by somebody in the mindset of a fifteen year old who is like, why don't girls like me? Well, yes, I think it's a, only, yeah, it's, it's a know, man child who wrote this. Like so I'm I'm too uh, nerdy for girls. I just want a smart girl who knows what Star Wars oh, is. Boy. Um, which, you know, Nick posted... I would like to point yeah. out that um, uh, Ernest Klein uh, got married five years after his book was published. Mm-hmm. Um, to a stormtrooper. Uh, <laughs> uh, to Kristen O'Keefe afterwards. Which I would not like... like I'm not dunking on her. I, I've got nothing against her, and I'm sure... She seems uh, like, like a very smart lady. Whatever. She does um, right. apparently nonfiction poetry about i, I don't well I don't she care, would have frankly. to be a smart lady right <laughs> like, to to marry him right that's what he oh wants yeah to she has to know um, he cares about uh, the brain. planet that luke skywalker is from yeah right. uh, i, I really do want to know what scantron ass test she had to fill out to marry him <laughs> God. but if i so what i was expecting this movie to be is like you know the iron giant is thrown in there in a background scene but mostly i expected like i guess it was too early but Overwatch, a Fortnite dance, a Minecraft. All right, Sonic. the Iron Giant. Uh, Minecraft was the, in there in a big way in the intro. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't. Oh yeah, I, I forgot about that. that. That's weird that it was yeah, only so that. Much, so much awful, heinous stuff happened after that that I forgot. Wait, when did this movie come out again? <laughs> this movie came out in 2017. Yeah. Oh, so Minecraft should have been bigger because Minecraft was well, maybe Minecraft was like well, no, it's, enough it's, at the time. It's not about whether or well, yeah, not. Yeah, Minecraft has like, existed like, since like 2010. It's been pers- right. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends more on uh, what Ernest Klein likes and well, yeah. who no, was paying not, the most money. Because I mean, like, yeah, that's because that's it. Because like, there are a lot of, um, and this is going to sound really stupid, but uh, the the biggest changes from the book to the movie mm-hmm. are like what references are in mm-hmm. there. Oh, and really? I, I mean that in a very I mean. serious yeah, it's, way. It's because... what they could afford to have and what uh, WB. more relevant in 2017 right, is... as opposed to what, 2011? Yeah. Well, that's what I assume. Because AT&T, was so WB, upset. has the license to so many things. Mm-hmm. Like, so they, so, you know, they can just, they can say, okay, well, Batman is in this movie. Batman's in this movie and it's fine. King Kong is in this movie because it is easy for us to get... Yeah, you're on the right side of this conglomerate, so uh, everything in this box can be fair play. Yeah. 
uh, which is uh, I d- it does make me think of like the way that HBO Max is right now, right? Where they're like, <laughs> "What do we have?" and they go to every like employee of the company and they go, "Do you have a piece of paper that says we own something?" And if you do, give it to me, and that's on the streaming. Service. <laughs> did you make a thing? We own that. So Nick, I do um, want to ask do you: Did you notice anything that was left out of the movie? that was in the book yes yes um i would like to say that the the movie is a massive improvement on the book in one very huge way and that is a severe cut down of the internal monologues of the oh he talks more <laughs> he talks it, well, well it's a, not so I much mean, it's a book talks. yeah it's like, so he's he's always right, thinking right things. It's, but it's like it didn't it doesn't have to be narrated by him it could be like a third person omniscient like kind of thing or it could jump around from character to character but it doesn't do that instead it's like what perspective narrated by is this the guy the whole oh, time. Oh, so it's like, I did this, I did that? Right. Okay. Right. So it's first person uh, let me give you. Let me give you an oh, example, I hate first person uh, I have books. It, I have it open. Uh, Twilight is a first uh, person book. and uh, It's funny that you bring up Twilight. So I will get to that in a second. Um, yeah, so. <clears throat> Gunfire wasn't uncommon in the stacks, but it still shook me up. I knew I wouldn't be able to fall back asleep, so I decided to kill the remaining hours until dawn by brushing up on a few coin-op classics. Galaga, Defender, Asteroids. Uh, These games were outdated digital dinosaurs <laughs> Does he ever go to that became, had become museum pieces long before I was born. But I was a Gunter, so I didn't think of them as Ugh. quaint, low-res antiques. Oh to me, they were hallowed artifacts, pillars of the pantheon. When I played the classics, I did so with a determined sort of reverence. That's fucked so, up. Now, Shut the this fuck is... up, dude. <laughs> Only I, I know. That's, that's, Only I give Galaga <laughs> the respect that it deserves. I, 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 it's not even so much that because it's he says it's because he's a Gunter, which a Gunter is for short for Egg Hunter, which is stupid yes. already, and everyone got mad at that. But it um, should be Hunter on top with of that, <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, Eggy. but he says he doesn't even like these things because he likes them. He likes them because because he's supposed a guy to like older them. Than him yeah. Liked them. Yeah. Right. He's like he's like because I'm an egg hunter, the guy because I'm hunting for these easter eggs that this guy yeah, left us. Yeah, he's only obsessed with these things because, because this James guy Halliday was, was yeah, obsessed with them. He terrible. he kins Absolutely James terrible. Halliday. Well, and and I, I just want to say uh yeah, anyone who understands that sentence standing is for CEOs aside, I'm sure we'll get to that. But uh one more point no, like time. that jumps out to me about this is like it is totally okay to not like a thing that's respected and old. But, like, that's there's no place in any of this to say yeah. that, oh, right. Asteroids actually sucks. To have that opinion as someone in this movie is not possible. I imagine yeah, no. you'd be executed. I, I, They're like, there's no, it's a classic like, game. It's made out of vector graphics. Especially in the year, like, 2040 or something. Like, thinking that mm-hmm. these things are quaint, a quaint museum piece is, like, probably a thing that would happen but saying like oh yeah this is very good to play and i like this mm-hmm. i i don't know it's weird i mean you know it was it's it's not it's it shows the the, the self-insert part of the author which again is fine right what you know but it's weird for him to try and write a kid who likes 70s stuff because writing a kid who likes 80s and 90s stuff isn't weird because there are kids who are born in fuck the year fucking 2000 i don't know any of them but yeah I, mean, my, my yeah, I like Kevin. 80s like, movies I was, not, I was not alive for on, any of yeah, the 80s no. No, one of my They're on fucking Twitter, but it's it's just because like those things are advertised to them because all the people who work in advertising or promotion or, or magazines or whatever, they're like the best movies of all time, and it's all shit that came out yeah, in the eighties um, and nineties because like, you know, they they don't move forward. The, the culture see, has kind of stayed there. But when you there. see someone who comes up on a lot of that stuff that is called back to now, and I mean, this is something. This is a product of 
80s nostalgia and that is a kind of a whole wave right. of stuff but that's happened recently but when you see people it doesn't usually reach back all the way to true, the 70s which true. is what i was going um, to say my... this this guy in the book is like ah atari games and it's like nobody is like that unless yeah, they were nobody born likes in the 70s. fucking atari games like <laughs> there are some that. good ones but um, you absolutely honestly, can't like uh, every atari game yeah it's a little bit different in other fields um my cousin kevin who was born in 2002 um, he plays guitar. He's, you know, he really loves, you know, music and stuff like that. Shout outs, he's into vinyl. He's into the Beatles. Mm-hmm. He's into everything like 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, like whatever. So it's realistic to see somebody like things from the past, but in a field like video games, when things were so rudimentary and so actually not good, <laughs> like you're, <laughs> like you're well, playing think... on an Atari and you're playing fucking Pong. Like, yeah, like it's interesting because it's it's a different perspective, right? I think as someone yeah. who comes up on, um, some someone who comes up on old things, uh, not being not having it be a part of your childhood, not having been born around when they come, came out, I think it's a different kind of reverence discovering that mm-hmm. that this old thing that you you weren't even born yet when it came out, but it, oh, it's still good. Like oh, like someone yeah, you're... A, a young person nowadays discovering the Beatles is a fundamentally different experience from someone who lived when they were coming out. And I think yeah, both of those kind perspectives of like a... are valid, but I think coming back and looking at that stuff now is it's different you can't like everything because it's not tied to your nostalgia yeah it's, it's not tied to it's your such nostalgia, a different perspective but th- there's also the, know, the um, this is yeah this <laughs> yeah. is the forerunners kind of a, a thing like this is what came before me everything i know was based on this kind of a reverence but like because of that it because this is such a recent media you can see all the cracks. You can see well, yeah, the, the all games like, landscape, the game landscape has changed so much in yeah, the last it's couple of years, different. last 10, so 15, really 20 hard. years. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard even for us. Um, like, born in the 90s, you know, started on, if you were lucky, the SNES and maybe the N64. Like, even, like, going back to Pong, going back to the 80s, it's still hard. So Yeah, yeah I'm so it, glad we're going over this stuff because... But, it's something I didn't expect to be so bothered by in the yeah. movie. Like, well, it's a weird, I don't know, It's it's it strikes me as like someone placing their nostalgia on someone that's like, well, I guess in this case, since it's the future, right. several generations younger than themselves. Yeah. And then expecting um, that they'll Bruce treat Klein it the same way. Bruce is solidly Gen X. Yeah. Um, he's solidly Gen X, like 1972. He is right in the middle of that. This kid is what? He was born in like 2024. He's- this kid is yeah. like 42 years, 40, 52 years younger than him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 52 years younger than him. But yeah, I like... So it, it's really like weird. Thinking that anyone like in that different of an era would have the same perspective on that stuff is like so yeah, it's, weird. Well, it's the and classic he just took Definitely. like a, a nerdy kid from the 90s and stuck him in 2024. Well, it's the thing that's happening right now for a 100% is like... 30-year-old dads sitting their kids down in front of A New Hope and DuckTales. So yeah, you're going to beat like, Nintendo. You're, you're going to beat Mario like before you no, can you, play No, you're Fortnite. absolutely right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah my... Like my I, I would like to... I do to think you. that that is... Our podcast is, is definitely anti yes. that. Where it's like, you can let your... You can show that stuff to your kids, but you can't force yeah, them no. to like anything, um, you know? Or be disappointed if they're like... I think that uh, Return of the Jedi is totally cringe, and if that makes you want to slap them, then uh, like, that's outside. a problem. No, yeah, my, no. my brother, my brother and my sister-in-law um, are are trying to get. Well, they've uh, showed Star Wars to my nephew, and he's like, "I fucking love Star Wars," but 
I kind of, I bought him, like, a, a Buffy, um, like, comic book. It's, like, a kid's Buffy bu comic book, because I know the parents both like Buffy. But if he doesn't like Buffy, that's, like, not a problem. Right. Uh, it'd just be a weird thing for a, a kid born in 2013 to, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but like should, a lot of that pop culture does cross over, and I think that like Star Wars is a, is one of those things that has continued to have series and stuff like that. But that like mm -hmm. that's one that I think you know in fifty years or something somebody's going to be like, oh, the, you know, the Star Wars movies that we don't like right now are going to be those like cherished memories for them. Yeah, I, I don't remember know. seeing. Yeah, that's going to be the last <laughs> well, Jedi yeah. in theaters. That's a whole different topic, but this, this whole thing was weird, and it, it was interesting to think about someone projecting their nostalgia onto someone who would not have been around for it. Yep. And these are absolutely all the thoughts that we're having uh, during this movie, because I would like to say that most of us, uh, most of us talking about this movie is not going to be talking about the plot or things that actually happened. In it's it because stupid, there is so it's little. bad. There is yeah. so no, if you're like, there for it, it, watch the movie or watch the summary. about this topic uh, a significant amount. I would like to talk about the specific plot points in this movie that bother us, because we are just yeah. complaining about pop culture cringe and like but like that's so tied up in how what this movie no, is I, that there's I think a lot of baggage that this brings to the table this and i think yeah it needs a, that's a what good is establishing more interesting but i want to talk about when how many times we have to see king kong in the first 25 minutes and absolutely i think that's fine i, I think that seeing king kong in a movie is usually pretty good <laughs> you know there's a couple He's an there's, obstacle. yeah there's a couple of pop culture polls that i was like because like, I, I wasn't i didn't totally hate you know just seeing some of my guys out there like i, I was like oh, oh yeah, cool all right she's got the bike from acura like that's expected but all right yeah uh, um, i was like yeah that's decent. it was it was cool to see you know uh gundam what is it? What's his name? Wing Zero? RX-78. RX-78? As we were no, watching... As we were watching oh, man. Sorry. Some Gundam I'm, I'm fan, Gundam some Gundam fan oh. just smashed their phone sorry, because you said Dom. that. So. I'm sorry. It, yeah, Tyler <laughs> just smashed his fucking phone. Like, Tyler he came to my good. house and burned it down. Um, as we were watching that so, finale, I kept... I, I think I mentioned it, but I kept thinking how funny it would, would have been if instead of the Gundam from Gundam, it was the um, robot from Evangelion. Which is like a, yeah. a biological monster with a bunch of robot parts if, attached to it. If yeah. it was made by someone ten years older, then it might have been the Ava Unit yeah. one. And I think that um, imagery would have been so much more funny it was seeing just like, a wow, berserk cool robot, robot tear apart. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Uh, it would have also made the uh, the Godzilla connection funnier because yeah. uh, Anno directed yeah, Shin Godzilla. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead, Seth. Um, what were you saying? I was gonna say um, in in the finale with all the all the Gundam and shit. There was fucking... Uh, I kept saying over and over again, he is not a gun. Because yeah, Iron it. Giant had been in the movie. Iron Giant was shown <laughs> in the beginning of the movie in a workshop. They're like, we're yeah, building Chekhov's this guy. Giant. And it's the Iron Giant. It's Chekhov's <laughs> Giant. Um, so they're like, we're building this guy. And I'm like, oh no, they're gonna fucking do something with him. He's not a gun. They can't fucking do that. And they turn him into a gun. The whole point of the movie, the Iron Giant, right. is it's an it's an easy he's obvious not a gun. joke to well, make, get, well, and it's it is alarming. Sam, you're totally right. No, I'm so mad because the so, Iron yeah. Giant is actually such a good movie. It's <laughs> such a good movie. He's not a gun. It's like anti-Cold War. It's you know all all that shit. And, I had not and he's actually like, you seen go, I Iron stay. Giant. I am Superman. It was fascinating hearing you uh, be upset about that. And it's like, so I, funny. oh, if you yeah. watched the movie, you would be upset too. <laughs> You would be absolutely because it's a very good Spielberg it's, movie. 
It's, it's like if, me. It's very I, good. I did, I, I did appreciate defiled. the irony there that they were like, oh, you remember that very good Spielberg movie that you probably had childhood memories yeah. about? It's like if E.T. was now out he gets there to shoot with things. an AK-47. <laughs> He's not a gun! The He's fish from A Shape of Water is out there like slashing I'm, throats. I'm sorry, I would love E.T. pulling out an Uzi <laughs> and just... Dude, why was E.T. in this movie, though? <laughs> you know, he'd be pulling out a large walkie-talkie, yeah. Alex, oh, yes, of course. <laughs> no, he'd be phoning home. But like... The, yeah, the po- the point that Seb is, is is making like is that a central. It's it's not just about bringing back all these references and showing them in your face, it, but it's about about severely missing the point of every single one of these things that were original works of art beyond being brands. Yeah, yeah. you like, know they had the whole point... they had a story, they had something. There was something like the DeLorean was wasn't just the DeLorean. It was a ti- it was a the DeLorean was a time machine for a reason, and it was like it had a purpose in the story beyond being a DeLorean. Yeah. I think yeah, that's a good point. I, it was like it's interesting how much like they're they're borrowing from kind of the like the the pop culture well here like they're just yeah. taking a lot of this right. iconography just like, completely out of the context of, of the context, story yeah. and then but just writing on that to try and make how, something how coherent. it would be it in in a online vr thing where you'd be like oh what's your mech gonna yeah. be yeah oh i'm gonna be the iron oh, yeah, giant but this doesn't have like, to be yeah. just like <laughs> what vr is but as i guess a, a bit of storytelling it is very unfulfilling oh, yeah. to i'm see. not defending it i well, just absolutely. think it's funny that this is no yeah i think you're right and i think in a lot of ways this this in in some ways is prophetic as to how people would actually interact in this if, a space like this if it existed yeah right. but as this is a piece Good of fiction and it's a story um i'm I'm somebody who who wishes that all pieces of fiction strive to be the best that they can be, you know? Like, so if you're going to take shit from real life, at least make it meaningful. Like, if you're going to take shit from even VR chat, make it meaningful, yeah. you know? If you're going to take Jordan right. the Angel Cat from VR chat, make it can meaningful. You, can you That's guys a reference think of a for reference you. to another I do not know what you're work talking of art about. You know that what, was valuable in a movie? Like a or a movie or or a book or whatever that referenced something else but like made it work. Yeah, I like. In well, the sorry, thing I'm trying to look. I think you can you can make a cultural pull. I just think you have to know what. I think you have to have, to have an understanding of that work and understand what they're right. going for in their story. I like understand what it means in context, and then you can pull from that and use yeah. it to enhance your story. Exactly. But I think all of of these things just being images devoid of any meaning at all and being refitted to uh, shoot a gun is bad. I don't know. Maybe it's because I I watch a lot of horror movies, but the way I like it the most is when a character on screen is watching a movie that the director was inspired by. Like in Mm. Halloween. That's that's always a fun idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of of series will will call call uh, on influences in that way. And it's it's usually very good. It's like a tasteful thing, I think. When mm-hmm. you send, when you, when you yeah, you send up a thing you were inspired by. Oh, but, speaking of which, yeah. um, maybe to take us out of here so that we don't rant too long about how bad <laughs> this is yeah, the episode. If you're not signed shiny. up for this, I'm sorry. I know, but these are going to be shorter because we're. I might throw a break in the middle if I can find one spot where someone isn't talking. But uh, I do. We have to talk about the shining part. Oh yeah. Have, All right. Let's yeah. Cam, let's plant our flag. That's like a full this, like bro. ten minutes you gotta, movie. Yeah, so you got to tell us. You got to talk about what 10, happens. You got to talk about why it's there, and you got to talk about how it hurt you and the noise you made <laughs> when you saw it. So I had, I was going to this movie very cold. I watched the first trailer. I knew the Iron Giant was in it. I knew a Gundam was in it, and I knew Tracer was in it. I think. 
and I think I knew that he needed to win win the company by winning all the ga- video games. But I didn't know that about 15 minutes of this movie where he's trying to get the last key. Is it the last one or the second one? I think one? it's the second one. But it doesn't second matter. Second to last. Movie's done. It's, yeah. the, it's the second key because then he gets the one from playing um, Adventure. Yeah, Zonk or whatever. So he's... Zonk? Uh, <laughs> what is Zonk? Is that a thing? You're thinking Zork, but that was yeah, the different. Yeah, I was the one who was like, "Why not?" Oh, it's Zork, and then he's like, "No, it's Adventure." I'm like, "Oh." Yeah, Zork was yeah. on Atari, I don't think. So no, what... Zork was a text-based game. Yeah, I think I talked about that on the Mud episode. I, what, would you like to talk I, about uh, when it came out and what happened, like like everybody else in this movie? <laughs> no, thank you. No, what I'll do that now. All right. What what hit me like a a wall of bricks or was the, when. They're trying to find this next key, and I think he says it's his favorite movie. Am I right on that? The, Something the like original that. No, CEO? it's the movie that was in the theater when they went on the date. Mm. Oh, okay. It's well, not this... his favorite. It's just a specific time frame. So oh, they... let me go on my first date to The Shining. Hey. So, <laughs> <laughs> I would. I have done that. But <laughs> when The Shining was new. Yeah. So what what blew my mind is there's an extended like 15 minute scene where they're walking around in scenes from The Shining, my absolute favorite movie, and I was see our many absolutely terrified to see these awful, ugly characters walking around in this beautifully shot, gorgeous hotel that I think about like every day, just crawling all over. It's like someone MS painting over like something you like. But yeah, they're literally trampling on the iconography. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, this goes into, you know, a lot of what we were talking about before, but it's misinterpreted as, like, people are like, oh, man, The Shining, that's a horror movie, and it's famous. That must be a really scary movie that is really scary. No, it's like a psychological thing. It's not... Yeah, like, one of the characters is, like, terrified the whole time of, like, blood coming out of an elevator, and it's like, that's not... (laughs) One, that's not the point of the scene. <laughs> and then no. two, that wouldn't scare you. Like, it's... So, like, they're, like... They go into the fucking bathroom, and the the old lady comes out. They literally do almost every... Yeah, they frame around scene. her nudity, because it's a PG-13 film. Mm-hmm. It is yep. very funny. The right. guy's giant orc arm is in the way of her tits the whole time. <laughs> so you can't see it. And then, like, I'm like, okay, they've done the typewriter scene, the bathroom scene... The um, pantry scene, which the, Nick hilariously the brought scene up, with the is also twins. Uh, <laughs> yep, they do yeah, the twins. They, they do that immediately, and, pretty much. Yeah, and, and the uh, the blood coming out of the hallway. And one yeah. of my other favorite um, scenes in the movie, which is like just because of the way it looks, and in contrast to the nice warm hotel, is them outside in the maze at the end of the movie. And I'm like, okay, maybe they'll at least leave this untouched by this i don't want to say that this movie is like ruining the shining for me but it's right because it can't because the shining is no it's more like when you know that they didn't get it right yeah the every every single iconic scene from the movie needs to have a big orc running around it with his stupid fish friend and his ugly ass the what's that guy from devil may cry virgil ass uh uh but they do end up going... You are not the... worthy as my opponent. <laughs> they do end up um, going to the fucking maze and, like, doing a scene in there with... And it, it sucked. And it, it blew my mind, There's, like, the old mind, lady and, he, and she's giant? I, it started as I was so scared. Like, oh, no, they... 
I don't want them to do this. And then it started I was, to be hilarious. I really enjoyed that you uh, somehow didn't know this was a scene in this movie. Because this is one of the I only things no I knew idea. going into this film. Oh, that there was I didn't a shining know either. Scene. I didn't know much about it except I, that, oh no, bad like, reference. And I, I almost let it slip, but then I'm like, oh no, maybe he doesn't know about it. And then your, react, <laughs> your visceral reaction <laughs> was, so yeah. not, was so good. Luckily, I was Because they select a VHS tape out of a, out of a pool of references. I literally and... went from like, hey, oh, it's the original um, poster for The Shining to, no! <laughs> Just screaming at the TV into the mic. Like, no, they're they're doing it. He's picking that VHS. And then yep. yeah, that's the I think yeah, that's, if, that if we ever... section is really rough. And like, yeah. I, um, you know, obviously Cam loves this film probably the most out of every one of us. But that is a movie that I mm-hmm. really, truly love as well. And no, it, like we, we watched it. I watched it for the first time for this podcast, and it's a very good movie. Yeah, we're all like, very glowing. Really about respect that movie. The movie. We had a we had a great yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and if you like The Shining, we did an episode on Doctor Sleep too. That was very good, uh, very fun. Yeah, and an yeah. episode. Right. On um, I think. Yes. I think if um if we ever end up doing a hazardous materials on Lucifer the TV show, or Lucifer Ooh. the continuation of the comic, um, I will have much the same reaction as Cam did. To, to I think that's kind of funny because deciding. people who have not read the comics very much like that show. I my, my, my boss at work yeah. loves that show. And I, I've never God, really heard of it. It's police procedural. And if you read the comic, right. oh my God. Oh. <laughs> okay, so anyway, before we, before, that's, that's its own yeah, episode. That'll be its but, own um, I'm excited but for it. I would like to say that this, uh, this movie, um, beyond its, it's a little insidious beyond its, uh, branding, all the fucking brands and it just being a bad movie that doesn't understand all the, all the brands that are in it. Yeah. I have, I have in me like a, a 30 minute speech on wh- how stupid it is that they went out of their way to call out Mechagodzilla and then used a shit design of him that was never <laughs> like drawn. Like, so like they didn't pull, like. You know all, all these meticulous references, and then you may draw a new shitty version. Yeah, you're of like Mechagodzilla it's Mechagodzilla, but it's one not of the real Godzilla's one. Five amazing designs that have all been like you know in 3D modeled already because they were suits, so you don't have to do anything new. It's there. The images are already there. They're really cool. But like you know, this is I have 30 minutes well, wait, to be on I, that. I that's, think I literally it, said when he showed up on screen, "Oh, it's not Mechagodzilla," and then a character goes, "It's Mechagodzilla." Yeah, yeah no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like shit. It's Metal Godzilla. <laughs> he does. It's so funny um, to be like, oh, look, it's that thing you recognize. And you're like, if I recognized it, then I know that it's not that. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so so beyond beyond that, and the, the, like, there's stuff like that that is easy to call out, you know, with, with you know, the Akira bike or, or, or the DeLorean or Mechagodzilla or the Iron Giant where it's like, these people are obviously missing the point of the thing that they're, they love so yeah. much. Um, or, or, you know, it's easy it's easy to get into that. Yeah, what, what makes it worse is that, this um, movie, sorry, uh, what makes it worse is that instead of just letting the viewers know what it is, they're like, it's a bike well, yeah, they can't, they can't let anyone, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, like, they somebody, can't let anyone miss it. Which Someone is the most obnoxious thing to, to me, I think. Absolutely. Because there is an 11-year-old watching this movie who doesn't know Yeah, yeah I, but, but I think that's it's okay. O- that's yeah, it's okay to have a reference that people don't get. But yeah, I know I Nick, Nick has a point he wants Steven to make. Spielberg so Spielberg we'll, film. Let him enjoy right, it. I, I will concede. <laughs> I will let you make your point, Nick, because I think I know where you're going. All right, okay, sorry. I'll so wrap us up. The thing, that, the, the, the thing that to me is more insidious about this movie is that on its own, the plot is very... It's... It shows a world that is obviously bad and then doesn't examine that at all. <laughs> yep. Uh, where, like, a, a lot of... Um, you, so there's um, a, a book that I read when I was a teenager 
that is not like amazing. It's not like a true work of art or anything. It was it was why it was young adult fiction. It's it's you know it's trash. It's like you you use it to line your walls, but it's like fine. It's um it was the the Pendragon series. Oh, I read the first like, book of that. I could not get into right. It. So there was one book that was like four books into that where he goes to a world that is like desolate, mm-hmm. like that is completely desolate because everyone is in this VR. Everyone's in tubes <laughs> in a VR world, mm. and they get their needs met all the time. They're in some sort of but matrix. The, but the planet it's, the, it's kind of right. wally well, situation it's not it's 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 more like uh it is a little like the matrix but not everyone is connected to each other everyone has their own personal vr and they're not okay. meets their needs being made and, into batteries and, they're not like being fed on by no it's not like robots. they're not being put into the vr world for an insidious purpose it's just the vr got too good and nobody can do anything okay else. it's like if you got infinite pleasure all the time it's like that book does not have like a great social message or whatever but it still is like if vr was really good then there would be obvious problems that would arise from that i'm glad i never right? got into like, that book series because i would have been it's not it's like it. it's it's fine it's not worth it but, but like, i think um, <laughs> that but that's like that's my baseline yeah. example right of like you were going to show a world that has you know uh, the inequality has risen at the rate that it's already at, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like uh, every corporation has fucking stormtroopers that can kill you with no uh, with no ju- ju- uh, jurisdiction or and, or consequence mm-hmm. or anything or headlines. Uh, and and you know uh, it's hard to make any money anywhere except virtually everything is service. Uh, there is a really skeezy line in the book about. Um, his mom basically being a, a virtual prostitute. Ooh. Like, like work, oh, she works, so she works two jobs. And one of them is Mr. Pendragon's uh, talking mom? off, talking off weird. No, this isn't ready player one. Oh, sorry. This isn't ready player. No, one. no you're sorry. right. And his dad is the drunk and, and he's yeah. right. So, so and that's, that's a, a point that they, they make in the book. And he's like, you know, I, uh, and it's like, they, they are painting a picture of a world that has obvious problems without examining Purely, them they don't at all. say anything like, what, by what? how they present this. Right. <laughs> right. This is the the statement is in the the way it's displayed, which is like, yes, this is obviously bad, but it was going to be like that anyway. And yeah, what I could it, do to fix it like, is like, make the escape well, better. And, yeah. Like make the, yeah, and the the solution at the end of this film is isn't uh oh, the system is fundamentally bad uh, and things can be fixed. Mm-hmm. It's I'm the one who's going to make this better. It's yeah, me, and the actually. Police, More the police black help women stormtroopers. <laughs> yes. The van should be marked. The police <laughs> help them. And you, you know what bothered me about, like, the whole, like, his backstory is shown once, and then he doesn't talk about it. He doesn't mention it. It doesn't come up again. It's just, oh, his dad gambled away all their house money. So A character that is he, living in a van in a dystopian future yeah. uh, and, like, trying to make things better with VR is, like, a... That's that's a you got yourself an actual plot there like that's something yeah and they don't make any may, use you of it could maybe even make something with something yeah to say, you know no there's nothing to say in this cool. movie yeah like, they don't like, make anything out of it. it the 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 problem with his house doesn't get solved well then um, no his house got blown you know. up yeah <laughs> in a way yeah. uh, it gets blown up it doesn't say anything about him it doesn't say anything about like oh I have mental issues because of my family it doesn't. Well, it just does I not go back to it, it. it. It does what it does with all of the pop culture. He's not it, even it sympathetic takes, because of it. It takes a, uh, a it takes a thing that other media has done and it had something to say about, and then it just takes it at face value. It uses the iconography. Right. Yeah, it's of just a, like a look how sad his life is without actually doing yeah. anything. 
Yeah, look how sad his right. life is. He lives in VR. Just like everybody else. Everybody <laughs> else's life is very sad. It's but we're not going to do anything that. about it because Oasis does is the coolest have... place. Does anyone have any final points uh, to make? Because I have something very special oh, to read um, before Go we, ahead, Seb. You can go first. Before we close it out. Sorry, no, you, you go because I had something and then I, I lost it. <laughs> All right. Um, there's one thing that I kind of came to mind while we were discussing this that I think is an interesting, uh, interesting counterpoint where, like, this kind of reference-heavy story can be done well. Um, I did very much enjoy the the first Wreck-It Ralph film, which very much is oh, yes. oh, here is Sonic up. the Hedgehog yeah. and here is Bowser. Didn't yeah, you but, get that? Mm. But it also has a story to tell. Uh, it does its own thing on top absolutely. of that. And it's directed by Rich Moore. Like, it's animated well. It's directed well. It's I think got, that, I of Wreck course, I don't know. Yeah, that is the kind of the ideal of what this the steez this is trying to bite, I think. This is like it's yeah. a very reference-heavy uh, story, but it is and, still has an original idea. I don't know. Yeah, the thing is, it like, having all those characters appear, like Sonic, Hubert, all those people... It makes so much sense because they are literally living in an arcade. Um, it's not just like, mm. oh, the main character likes this thing. It's like, no, they literally exist in the arcade because that's they are video game characters. Yeah, and e even um, though it, and is it doesn't like make an... too much like of a big deal out of it. Yeah, it, even though it is also like an IP fest, and it's like, here's the thing you like. Oh, yeah. it, it comes it off sense. as much less craven, so I bad. think. Yeah, it's like you oh, go yeah, to the arcade. And the sequel, you see, the sequel you see falls Burger. right into this trap anyway. So yeah, yeah, you say but, you see Burger Time, you see Cuber, you see you know all this shit that you see the Wreck-It Ralph movie. The, I think it embraces, the second Wreck-It Ralph, that's a thing. But yeah, I think the first also, film embraces that kind of nostalgia, but also absolutely is a, still a thing that kids like because it doesn't go out of its way to like tell you that you know what's what, and it has original characters that. People yeah, like it's not it. like it, for also, the sake it of gets all that shit out of the way, and then it's like, okay, now we're gonna go to this new yeah. thing. That we <laughs> now here's our movie, <laughs> and then yeah. it's like, okay, and then we come back to it a little bit. But I love, yeah. like, I expected Wreck It Ralph to be Ready Player One, and then when I saw mm -hmm. it, I was pleasantly surprised. I was a little disappointed I didn't right. see Master Chief more, but um, <laughs> did you didn't see the story, suit that jerks you know? him off. Yeah. Yeah, that, oh, that was a point of comparison one, right? I kept thinking about as we kind of mm -hmm. broke into our discussion. Yeah, here. I think that, that yeah. Here's something that does it good, Alex. and here's something yeah. that does it bad. Um, it, yeah, very strange that they can do yeah. essentially the same thing, but it's all about the execution. Yeah. So did um, you catch on to your thoughts? Yeah. Um, so we have not talked about the romance subplot. Oh. This is the next the next suit that can jerk him off. <laughs> it's very oh, yeah, bad. It does. No, okay, so um, yeah, we're only He's a, such a an hour. You can only fall in love with Zuko from Avatar: The yeah. Last Airbender. So we were all like, so Nick knew about um, what Art Three Misses thing was, and I forgot what her actual name. Did they ever it's say her like actual Sam name? Sam or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's Sam. I literally uh, think wait, it's is Sam. It Sam? <laughs> nice. Insane. Um. So but I keep calling her is... Art Three Miss because that's how she spells it, and I refuse to respect her. Um, I'll wow. say dead mouse, but I, I will not say art through miss. But the joke um, is, we were all like, okay, what does she look like in real life? Yeah, so we're all yeah, trying to Avatar. guess, and we're like, oh, she's in a wheelchair, she's really ugly, yeah, she's really fat. Trying to think fat. of the hackiest thing they can do. Yeah, right, she right. lost an eye. No, she's she's got a fucking Zuko birthmark scar thing over her, her eye. Well, yeah, and Nick already um, knew this, and he's like, no, it's think stupider. Yeah, think, think, <laughs> think later. Yeah, I, I, I was like, to, she's got a scar on one side of her face. Direction. Yeah, and he's he's like, no. Um, but then she does. Because, like, we see her, and she's got the, the hair over one side of her face, and I'm like, oh, no, she's got a burn scar. She's got a, she's got a scar. And Nick's like, no. 
Um, it might just be a birthmark. Um, but she's I got it. It's on that side of her face. Um, but she's she's attractive, like conventionally attractive. Otherwise, so. Well, I think yeah, do, point, doing I that whole thing where so yeah, doing like the online game thing where oh, in real life they're actually you know like a tragic figure or you know they actually they need to be in yeah. this online space to be accepted is like yeah. a hack thing right. anyway. It's but they don't even thing. try. Well, you could use it. <laughs> yeah, especially since she's actually conventionally point. attractive, yes. except she's got a scar. Like what the fuck? Um, I would. <laughs> there's like you know there are things. There's something to be said about like an online space providing something like if you are immunocompromised right now and it's hard to go outside because you might die from the virus that kills everyone yeah. uh like you're because you're more vulnerable than other people are then like i think that there's something very real to probably be said about the way online spaces did you know people this movie does this movie it, it has it has no interest books. in even trying oh, as a, as right. a side it note have any, it doesn't have anything to say side note uh second life has run out of land to sell to people because of this virus. These <laughs> people are spending so much time on uh, no. But um yeah, also um so the main character um takes per Percival, who is who has named himself after one of the knights of the round table. Um, well, he, he pulls the holy hand grenade, so you know he knows about uh Yeah. <laughs> Mont um, Monty Python. Yeah. Whatever. Um yeah. so he he falls in love with her immediately and she calls him out on it right and then ends up falling in love with him anyway she's like no 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 you don't know me you don't know me in real life i don't know you you fucking stop that that's weird and he's like yeah. no 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 no. well yeah she I has a sensible you. response yes she's yeah like, she's, actually that's so then she's like no 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 actually yeah i love you um yeah after they meet each other in real life and he's like some awkward nerd who's actually like not that bad looking um yeah, but he makes a she makes a point and then kind of goes back on it and it's like, yeah yeah well. and you know she ends up being like a leader of some kind of like small rebellion within columbus oh and then the fucking friends his his best friend um is obviously the back black best friend and then the other two dudes are like asian yeah they don't do <laughs> and a they're great like job at at like yeah. they they are sub, like air quotes subverting like your expectations by who yeah the ninja are and the samurai are obviously Asian. Been, Asian something that I think would have been really funny is if they did the whole shit with the the, the samurai like blessing his sword and like talking about the bushido code of honor and then it was like a white dude yeah like, that's what it would be yeah, like in real life or it would be, be just a fucking right. weed and, that, and that's like and that's like a hack joke to make too like if they actually did do that joke. I would like, but they just go, like, they go right for the throat like, yeah, with the stereotype, and it's really yeah. strange when they could do yeah, like, no, have done like, anything. Oh else. yeah, the Asian guys. Um, but all around this movie, it sucks. And um, wow, thanks I'm for coming up. Do you want to keep going? We're going on like. I just wanted to say that the black guy sucks. willingly goes with the cops and is like, "No, no, no! <laughs> I caught the bad guy. Let me tell you all about it." And the cops are like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's okay. one. That's one part that is uh, not great in the." <laughs> It's got a big laugh. Yeah, no, the cops are like, "Yeah, let me arrest the the CEO <laughs> instead of let me arrest the like semi-terrorist like black guy, two Asian kids in a in like the kid in the VR suit." These two ugly teens. Yeah, uh, um, ugly teens. Anyway, they're the real losers. bad movie. Yeah, so I'm glad this may have been a little bit of a frantic episode, but I'm glad we started off with it because I think it's something that bothered all of us 
um, in a very specific way, whereas the later episodes we might get into, uh, the pain might be directed uh, primarily at one of us. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I think, think DBH will be us. a little bit more concentrated um, because we know exactly what David Cage is trying to get at and DBH. why it's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. it, that's another one Extremely where it's going funny. to... I think we all have a lot to say about that game. So... Yeah, um, so once again, the, uh, if you if you pull up our preacher on it, please don't cast. Uh, yeah. You should be able to vote in the poll for the next month's yeah, episode. If you have a Patreon account, That's right. you do not have to be subscribed to our yeah. Patreon, just but you have to have a Patreon account. account. You, you don't have to be paying us. You just need to make an account. Think we, we probably, we probably should try it. and cross-post that to a Twitter poll, maybe. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I think a Twitter poll... For this one, we... really don't click on okay, those right. for, well, for this one, we added a Twitter poll towards the end. But if you really want to get in there, um, yeah, that's make a the Patreon best way to, account. That's the best way to make Don't have vote. to pay us, but you can vote. Exactly. I think I'll do the Twitter poll because it'll allow people to vote twice if they want to. Yeah. And I kind um, of want Once we get in, up to, to enough to patrons, I think it might be a patron-only thing. But yeah. for now, we only have a few. So it'd be more mm-hmm. fair um, to also add a Twitter. Right. So um, there's only one way I can close this out, guys. And uh, that is to tell you what... Uh, Ernest Klein likes. <laughs> uh, I, I know what he I know. <laughs> Ernest Klein wrote this uh, this poem. Okay. Uh, he wrote this uh, before. He read his, it on a poetry uh, slam. This might be too cringe. I might have picked it up. <laughs> this is called uh, Nerd Porn Auteur yes. by Ernest Klein. Lower your lights. And uh, he did he did perform this live, so he has no shame. And it is. This is uh, where he met his wife. And revealing to me. I wish about the way the ki- about the kind of way this guy is. <clears throat> I've noticed that there don't seem to be any porno movies that are made for guys like me. <laughs> Why do you need that? All the porn I've come across was targeted at beer swilling, sports bar dwelling alpha males, men who like their women stupid and submissive, men who can only get it up for monosyllabic, cock-hungry nymphos with gargantuan breasts and a three-word mm-hmm. vocabulary. Uh, Adult films are populated with these collagen-injected, liposuctioned women, many of whom who have resorted to surgery and self-mutilation in an attempt to look the way they've been told to look. That is actually a real problem. These aren't the real point. women. They're objects. Pause for laughter. I don't like this. Wait, what? I don't... <laughs> All right, wait. Are, and these movies aren't erotic. They're pathetic. These vacuum-headed fuck bunnies don't turn me on. They disgust me. And it's not that I'm against pornography. I mean, I'm a god, oh. and guys need that. <laughs> well, like a preacher needs pain, like a needle needs a vein. Every guys man need needs to jerk off to porn. But I don't want to watch this misogynist he-man woman hater porn. Guys do not exist. I want porno movies that are made with guys like me in mind. Guys who know that the sexiest thing in the world is a woman that is smarter than you. You can have the whole cheerleading squad. I want the girl in the tweed skirt and the horn-rimmed glasses. Betty Finnebowski, the valedictorian. Oh, yes. I want to copy her trig homework. Then I want to make mad, passionate love to her for hours and hours until she reluctantly off. asks if we can stop. I'm going to reluctantly she doesn't ask want if to we miss can stop. Battlestar Galactica. No! Summa cum laude, baby. That is what I call erotic. Oh. But do you ever see that kind of woman in a contemporary adult film? No. Which is why I'm going to start writing and directing geek porno. I shall be the quintessential nerd porn auteur. All the women in my porno movies will be the kind that drive nerds like me mad with desire. 
I'm talking about the girls that used to fuck up the grading curve. The girls in the Latin Club and the National Honor Society. Chicks with weird clothes, braces, four eyes, and 4.0 GPAs. Ugly girls. Grainy, <laughs> articulate bookworms with Mensa cards in their purses and chips on their shoulders. <laughs> My porn starlets will come in all shapes and sizes. My porn starlets will be too busy working on their PhD to go to the gym. Wow. Is that it? Is it over? Uh, that's it. Oh, oh um, that's it's yeah, a lot to unpack, and I, that's not the first time I've find... heard this, but it just kills me. No, no, no. We we have to. These find aren't real women; his, they're uh... objects. That that line is a, a special yeah, one. Yeah, we have we have to find. <laughs> so let's just treat different um, women as objects, is what he's saying. And find but... the porn he made. Oh yeah, I think I we almost want to. Wanna, I I. Uh, it's tough thing to say, but I think we should have watched nerd porn before we recorded this episode. <laughs> but uh, uh, has that been the show? That's our show. Um, I'm sorry that we had to get to that last part, but it's very important. Yeah, this just this too much. It's very relevant. Uh, in and I yeah, can't do it when right you hear now. that, you you understand why it, it this totally, book and movie were written it this all way. All makes sense. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, so we recommend the movie. It's pretty good. Um, check it out. Yeah, right four out of five. Well. One of Spielberg's best, I think. <laughs> yeah, one of Spielberg's best. It deserves its, uh, its title. <laughs> Better than I'm Jaws. Sure yeah. Better than Jaws. <laughs> P-D-L-T-T-Y-L-D-O-I says. Five stars. this has been our first episode of Hazardous Materials. Thanks for listening. We're going to try and do these once a month based on your votes. Or if your votes are bad, maybe eventually we'll just start to override you. But we probably won't. Get your votes while they still count. Yeah. Right. So uh, that applies to real yeah, life too. Yeah, yes. we're gonna but, uh, we're gonna have to apply so, the thanks, everyone. college. So check us out on if you want to yell at us for doing this or as to what we should do next. As Nick joked, we might end up putting our hand on the stove for an episode if you ask us to. So um, I don't think we were recording when I said that. Oh, oops, Nick, was, man, that Nick was saying how much you wanted to do that. That's what he was saying. Oh, that was unrelated. <laughs> It's personal time. But tweet at us <laughs> at uh, Please Don't Cast. Check out our Instagram where I'm about to put up, I think, like 14 pictures of hot dogs and mm-hmm. get a couple unfollows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, our Patreon, which we mentioned several times, is Please Don't Cast um, SoundCloud. Please Don't Cast at please gmail.com don't to send us an email. Yes, yeah, send us an email on what you thought of this movie, if you have seen it, or if, God forbid, you have read the book, or if you <laughs> listen to the show and then had opinions which i can't imagine would be a thing no yeah i think we pretty much covered i think we're we're very comprehensive on this film i don't think there's anything anyone else could have added i think we got everything no further takes your honor i read i read the poetry (laughs) i feel like that was that was the whole thing right yep that's right and uh no further takes um on this episode so we'll see you next month (laughs) on this and probably on monday for our next uh please don't listen this year life depends on it so back to our regularly scheduled Eight. Good things. Logging off. Brand reference. Oh, yeah, we don't have a sign off for this. You died we don't have a sign off anyway, actually. But whatever. <laughs>
get steady when Abraham Lincoln came back with a machete, but suddenly something caught his leg and he tripped to Indiana Jones, took him out with his whip, then he saw Godzilla sneaking up from behind, then he reached for his gun, which he just couldn't find, cause Batman stole it and he shot and he missed, and Jackie Chan deflected it with his fist, then he jumped in the air and he did a somersault, but Abraham Lincoln tried to pull a vault onto Optimus Prime, but they collided in the air, then they both got hit by a Care Bear stare. This is the ultimate showdown. Sweater. This is the ultimate showdown. Ultimate destiny could die. 